The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here, my friend. Uh, very happy to be home, too. I just got back from New York City. Holland America had a big announcement yesterday up there where they are teaming up with America's Test Kitchen. It's a big cooking show that's been on PBS for well over a decade every Saturday morning. First person we talked to was the president of Holland America Line, Orlando Ashford. And I asked him how this partnership with America's Test Kitchen came about. Yeah, so it was kind of a collaborative discovery. And so as you, if, you, if you've been following Holland America Line, this is kind of the path that we're on. Last year, we were focused on music and entertainment and we introduced a number of branded powerful partnerships to help elevate our entertainment game so we were doing the same thing in food and so um, America's Test Kitchen they service the same demographic they have a loyal dedicated following very similar to that of Holland America line and it was just as we talked to them and they talked to us it just felt very natural and came together pretty easily how involved would the program be on the actual ships themselves well very and so we're taking our, our culinary centers and and we're going to turn them into a kind of a mock-up of the, of the set that they have on the show, if you will. And we're doing what we, so what we just did here at this event. And so we'll take people that love food and teach them how to make these wonderful dishes and do it in a way so that you're producing the best, but it's also easy for that home cook. What's your favorite dish to cook? I'm not a big cook. I'm no. actually more of a grill guy. <laughs> nice. But these dumplings that we made today, uh, I'm amazed. Because I, I was like, I don't think I can do this. They're like, no, you can. And we did. And they tasted awesome. Good job, by the way. Great seeing you, too. Thank you. Same here. Appreciate it. Next, I talked to Julia Davison. She is one of the personalities from the PBS show Test Kitchen. So naturally, I had to ask her, how excited are you about this partnership with Holland America? Very excited. And it seems like a real natural partnership because we, you know, we do all this testing. We develop recipes. But on a Holland America cruise, you have a smaller group. You really get to speak to the folks. And then you can have a small group where you can make the food. So you go home not with just a sense of how to make a recipe. You've actually done it. And it's part of your repertoire. So, And there's not a lot of places where you can do that. So, you know, but people on a Holland America line, you know, they have the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the inspiration to sit down and watch a show. So I think it's perfect. Have you ever done any cooking on a cruise ship? Never. I've never been on a cruise ship. Oh, wow. We've got to change that. Yes. Well, it, we're going to. I'm going to go on a Holland America um, line cruise at some point in the next year. Um, and I've, I've got to pick my, I don't know if I get to pick my destination or it gets picked for me. But I, I don't think I can lose, really. So i got to ask you, how do you keep your recipes so consistent? Because I can cook something as easy as spaghetti and it'd be come out 50 different ways every time I try it. How do you manage to do that? Yeah, that's a, that is, um, it's a style of cooking. So and in my in my opinion, there are two styles of cooks. There's people who cook from the hip, and that sounds like you. Mm-hmm. You, you. You know your, you have your general road map, but you don't mind taking a detour every once in a while. If you have a special ingredient in the house or you're missing something, you just wing it. But then there's the other cooks, and those are um, people who love to follow the recipe verbatim every time. And so, 
unlike you, they will measure the amount of salt going in the pasta water. They will measure the amount of basil going in the sauce. And it's those bits that add up to consistency, as well as using the same products over and over. Because I don't think people realize uh, how different, for example, the different kind of chicken broth can make your soup taste amazing or like dishwater. It has nothing to do with how well you've cooked. It has to do with the quality of your ingredients, which is why our taste tests are so popular. And we're hoping to do those on All in America, too. So pretty much I'm a bad cook. <laughs> no, no, you're a cook from the hip kind of guy, which means you uh, will learn in your own way as you like it. And that's how most professional cooks are as well. Um, you, you cook because you like to do it. There you it, go. it feeds your creativity. Um, and you'll come up with some interesting things that you might not find in a recipe. So It was so great talking to you and seeing you. Have a good one. Yeah, thank you too. Here with Chris Owen from ChrisCruises.com. Big partnership announcement today. Holland America teaming up with America's Test Kitchen. Kind of expanding their already big culinary program. What are your thoughts? The change the slogan to be savor the journey and this is just one more documentable evidence of how they're doing that not just adding a celebrity chef's name but the uh, rock solid partnership with America's Test Kitchen kind of the consumer reports of cooking shows. You've been cruising for years uh, you've seen the culinary partnerships evolve over the years is this kind of a big one? Absolutely I think it's probably the biggest one to come down the road ever as far as cruise travelers are concerned there's been uh, uh, celebrity chefs have lent their name to the menus of cruise ship dining rooms for years. But this is something that cruise travelers, foodies, people that are just interested in culinary things can get on the ship and learn how to make something and take it home with them. That's always been one of the best parts of cruising, as you know, Doug, is to find some interest interest on the ship and then take it home with you. This will bring that absolutely. If you'd like to find more information about Holland America's partnership with America's Test Kitchen, check out the show notes at cruiseradio.net. This is Cruise Radio. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. We always like to get your cruise reviews here on the show. If you have one you'd like to share, drop me an email, Doug, at cruiseradio.net. 
Heather just returned from a seven-night sailing aboard Carnival Freedom out of Galveston, Texas, and you got married on this sailing, so congratulations, Heather. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Uh, you and Mike. By the way, how are, how was uh, marriage life now on land? Oh, it's it's great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. All right, glad to hear that. Let's uh, let's take a step back here, and before we get on board Carnival Freedom. Let's talk about your pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to, I guess we'll say, what made you want to sail on Carnival Freedom? And what made you want to pick this ship to get married on? Yeah, so obviously we wanted to sail on it because we were getting married and we uh, knew we wanted to do a cruise wedding. We knew we wanted to do summertime, too, just for a lot of people that are either in school or they're teachers in school. And so summertime worked best. And we originally wanted to do Carnival Breeze, but I called the wedding department and the breeze was booked solid for the whole summer. So um, then we looked at Freedom because we wanted to do a seven-day still. And the Freedom ended up working out better for us anyway because it has a few things that the breeze doesn't. Like mm-hmm. Carnival Freedom has both the Alchemy Bar and Red Frog Pub, whereas Carnival Breeze doesn't have an Alchemy Bar. Mm-hmm. And Freedom is also the only other ship besides Vista that has a Dr. Seuss Bookville, which was really cool because we had some little kids traveling with us too. So that was a really nice feature for them. For sure, yeah. So you make your way to the port there. How was embarkation once you got to <laughs> Carnival Freedom? Now, I, I assume you would get on earlier because you were getting married on the ship. Yeah, really cool part about getting married is you get to be the first people on the ship. Nice. Um, yeah, we were like even before Sweet Guests and Diamond and Platinum and all that. Like we were, I was like the very first person to, you know, get on the ship. It was it was pretty awesome. So yeah, embarkation was a breeze, and our entire wedding party and all our guests and every all of us boarded all together at the same time and we went through the terminal and they announced us and everyone like stood up and was cheering for us and it was it was really cool we felt like royalty so cool <laughs> they let you uh be the first one on the ship just curious what time was your wedding mm-hmm. the wedding ceremony started at 1 p.m oh gotcha okay yeah cool so you make your way on board the ship uh, and i mm-hmm. assume was this your first time on carnival freedom well sailing yeah but as part of the wedding package, you get to tour the ship okay. before the wedding. So I had toured it in April, but first time sailing, yeah. Cool. So what were your impressions whenever you walked on board the ship? It's typical carnival ship. I, You know, the decor is this typical carnival, crazy decor. But as a repeat carnival cruiser, it kind of just feels like coming home to sure. me, you know. So I, you know, but I, I would say it's a very clean ship. It doesn't show its age. So I was, you know, I was really impressed. You make your way to your stateroom. Uh, what kind mm-hmm. of stateroom did you have and what did you think about it for the week? We absolutely loved our stateroom. We were in a premium Vista balcony, which is like an aft balcony, but it's on the corner. And so our balcony alone was like 75 square feet. It was just, it was massive. Wow. Like, some, well, some of our guests that were sailing with us came in and they were like, your balcony is bigger than my stateroom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a great room, tons of space, which was great because we had a lot of extra stuff for like the wedding and all that. So we needed the extra space and just, I mean, you couldn't beat the views. You know, you, we could see off the back of the ship. We could see off the side of the ship. I mean, it was it was perfect. Are those premium Vista cabins, is the interior space larger or is it just the balconies that are bigger? 
Well, I think technically they're the same square footage, mm-hmm. but it felt larger because it was a corner room sure. and like their layout's different, so it felt bigger. Gotcha. Uh, let's talk about dining on board Carnival Freedom. Of course, you have mm-hmm. the steakhouse, you have the Lido, the main dining room, and Guy mm-hmm. Fieri and Blue Iguana Cantina. So mm-hmm. let's start at the Lido deck area and work our way outside from there. What were your thoughts? Lido deck was great. The buffet was great. Um... I definitely hit up Guy's Burgers uh, a few times. The Blue Guana Cantina is, I like to hit it for breakfast, even more so than lunch, because those like hash browns are mm-hmm. just, they're just killer. <laughs> yeah, and, <they> are. <laughs> and then I also went to the fish and chips once or twice in the back of the ship, which hopefully they're not charging for soon. But, <laughs> <laughs> and those were, that was amazing. I mean, it was just so, I don't know, juicy or not juicy, but. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, just just awesome. <laughs> I mean, for free fried seafood, I mean, you can't you can't beat it. Let's talk about the uh, the main dining room. Uh, what time dining did you have? We had the late dining, so that was like eight fifteen, and that worked out really well. We had two big tables for most of our wedding guests that were all sailing and our head waiter was amazing the maitre d came over to us several times too so like they really went out of their way to take care of us and another cool thing was that whatever leftover wedding cake we had they would come and serve it every night (laughs) to us i think it only lasted like three more nights but (laughs) (laughs) that was really cool because part of a cruise wedding you can't take your wedding cake off for, you know, regulations and all that. But it was yeah. cool that we got to finish it, though, at, in the main dining room. Cool. So they made your cake on the ship then? Yeah, it was really cool. We had um, a four-tiered cake. Yeah. It's based on how many guests you have attending and all that. But, um, but yeah, it was a really good cake. Did uh, you do the steakhouse at all? Yes, we did do the steakhouse. And that was amazing. I mean, for the price, I mean, that you just can't beat a four-course meal for 35 bucks. I mean, yeah. it was it was off. I would pay $35 for that lobster bisque alone. I mean, <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> let's, uh, let's switch gears here and talk about the entertainment aboard uh, Carnival Freedom. I know you were probably entertained yourself with your wedding guests you had on board the ship, So, mm-hmm. uh, but did you get a chance to catch any shows or comedy or around-the-ship musicians? Yeah, so we didn't go to any of the theater shows, but we did go to like the Love and Marriage show, which is just an event in and of itself. Um, That was hilarious. We hit the piano bar a few nights. The guy, uh, I think his name was Carson Rhodes. He was really good. And I had never been to a piano bar before in, in, in the ships. I don't know why I had just never gone before. So that was that was really fun. I went to the comedy club one night. Eh, the guy was kind of just not that funny so (laughs) but yeah kind of like you said my main entertainment we had 27 people sailing with me and my husband so mainly we just we would meet up at either red frog pub or alchemy bar or whatever and just kind of catch up on our days and sure red frog pub had a a beer pong tournament every (laughs) single day so that was pretty cool we did that a few times nice uh the love and marriage show you were probably the the most recent couple married on the ship did you participate in the show no, my husband pretty much threatened to like divorce me if <laughs> I was going to volunteer us. And we even sat in like the second tier in the theater because, I mean, he was like very adamant about, <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I, I notice a, a theme here revolving around the Alchemy Bar and the Red Frog mm-hmm. Pub. So did you have a uh, like a beverage package? Did you per- uh, purchase one? 
Yeah, my husband and I absolutely purchased the beverage package. It just it's really worth it for us. He really he can drink probably enough for the both of us, so it's definitely worth it for him. <laughs> and then for me, it's just it's really worth it with all the coffees and and all the specialty drinks. But then I also appreciate it because you can order like top shelf liquors. So I like, you know, a vodka and club soda, but you can get like the Grey Goose VX that's like fifteen dollars a shot, but it's included in your package, so for me, I mean, I'm not a huge drinker, but just for like the coffee, the bottled water and the milkshakes alone, I think per day would do it for me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You, you don't realize how much like when you have that option there, you can just get as much as you want. You you yeah. tend to overindulge on all of them. So uh, moving yeah, on, yeah. That, let's talk about the sea days. Of course, one thing mm-hmm. that really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves at sea. And you had a seven night sailing. So I know mm-hmm. you had a couple of sea days. How was the ship mm-hmm. as far as inside and outside with passenger flow by the pool and all that? It was really great with passenger flow. There was several days where I saw chairs open on the deck. Um, although the pool was super packed. I mean, that pool was a little small, I would say, for as many people that are on the ship. But yeah, there's lots of things to do inside, you know, auctions and sales and bingo and all that stuff going. There's so much going on inside, but it kept people busy and it, it, the flow was great. Nice. Now, uh, let's talk about the ports you hit. What ports mm-hmm. did you hit on the Seven Night Sailing and which one was your favorite? We hit Cozumel, Grand Cayman, and Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And I think I would have to say that Ocho Rios was my favorite. In Cozumel, we hit uh, Mr. Sancho's, which is like an all-inclusive beach. Um, and we've been there a few times, so it was you know just as fun as it's been the last few times. Um, in Grand Cayman, we did a snorkel tour through Carnival to the USS Kittywake and Cheeseburger Reef. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that was really cool. Um, I'm not super great at swimming and snorkeling and all that, but it turned out to be a really fun experience. Um, But Jamaica, we we did um, also another carnival excursion. It was a party cruise on a catamaran (laughs) to Dun River Falls. So we took a catamaran over, which was better because some people said the bus ride there was kind of long. And so we ended up being some of the first people at Dun River Falls. And it took us a little over an hour to climb Dun River Falls, which is an amazing experience. And then on our catamaran bag, they were serving rum and punch and rum and cokes and all that. Um, So that was fun. And then we hit up Margaritaville, which could just be an excursion in and of itself. (laughs) If you ask me, like that was, they know how to entertain you there. It was, it was such a good time. So I, I'm like trying to get back to Jamaica as soon as possible. Uh, this sounds like a, a like an alcohol infused vacation for you. I mean, <laughs> or honeymoon. You know, it was my wedding. I mean, I was hey, having a good time. Hey, you know, I, I do the same thing. I want to ask you, about Mr. Sancho's, uh, mm-hmm. how was that? I, I a lot of people talk about it. But I've never actually mm-hmm. been myself. I always see signs for it at the pier or when I do cruise research about Cozumel. But how was like mm-hmm. Mr. Sancho's? How much did you pay? Yeah, well, like I said, we've been several times, so we clearly love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's $55 a person, and it's all-inclusive, so all your drinks and all your foods included. It's like a less than a 10-minute cab ride from the port, and it's like less than 10 bucks to each way, I think, for the cab. And yeah, it's great. The beach is beautiful. You get 
typically they'll like assign a waiter to you or your group or whoever. So you'll have somebody who's taking care of you all day and, you know, bringing your drinks and bringing your food. So you don't even have to get up, but there's a pool area. There's plenty of beach space. There's, I think they include snorkel gear in your pass, but Mm -hmm. then they also have some other things that you can pay extra. Like when I went back in November, I paid like 30 bucks and I did horseback riding on the beach. That was amazing. So I would absolutely recommend it. It's a really great beach to go to. Awesome. Uh, So your ship makes its way back to the Port of Galveston. How uh, was the disembarkation process for you? (laughs) <laughs> it was kind of a nightmare it was it took mm-hmm. almost almost two hours to get Yikes. back to our car so I think a lot of people chose to do self-assist that day because we were zone one which we were like oh cool we'll get off early and our paperwork said we were going to be called at eight thirty, and we weren't called until like nine thirty. Uh. so and then they called zone one through 10 and then like not five minutes later they just called 10 through 20 and so it was just like a mad rush and (laughs) yeah it was kind of a nightmare but you know location always sucks there for some reason yeah yeah it does i don't know what galveston's doing yeah i've been twice (laughs) it's been horrible both times yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. Well, do you have any first-time tips you may have for someone sailing um, either Carnival Freedom or sailing out of Galveston? Yeah, I would definitely download the Carnival Hub app. That was a really great tool that I used for the whole cruise. I would also say do your research. There was a few things that we – there's so much to do on the ship that we even missed a few things. You know, we thought we're pretty experienced know-it-all cruisers and we still miss some stuff so like we didn't go to the skybox sports bar because we were thinking it was like the same one as carnival triumph and we went last november on the triumph and it was kind of like not much there and come to find out the one on freedom has like hot soft pretzels and like a much bigger you know drink menu and all that and we're like oh man we would have gone so you know yeah, for sure. Uh, looking back, what was your biggest highlight of your seven-night cruise? Aside from the wedding, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably have to say just maybe Jamaica. I think Jamaica, just the whole day, the people there were so friendly, and they just really made it a special special port, I guess. Cool. Well, in closing, give me your final <laughs> thoughts of Carnival Freedom. It's a really great ship. I never ate a bad meal the entire week. I mean, the food was amazing. The crew was amazing. Everyone went so out of their way to make us feel welcome and have fun the whole week. The entertainment was great. Super kid-friendly ship. And the aft balconies are amazing. So if you can splurge, I would suggest doing that. But yeah, love the ship. Yeah, very nice. We've been talking with yeah. Heather. She just returned from a seven-night Western Caribbean sailing aboard Carnival Freedom out of Galveston, Texas. Heather, thanks so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Doug. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not, not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. 
How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip. Online claims assistance and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.